To all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host Sarai, at the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome. All are welcome here, K-Drama lovers, K-pop lovers, anime lovers, fanboys, fangirls. You guys are all welcome here. If this is not your first time here... Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me here once again to hear my thoughts and takes on all things Korean dramas. So excited. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you. So welcome or welcome back. Woo! Also, welcome or welcome back for year three of this podcast. Yes, K Drama Cafe Podcast. This is year three three i can't believe i did two years already i'm going this is my third year this is season three i'm so excited i hope you guys look forward to what's to come this year i am so excited we're continuing my rewatch journey of course i'm doing like ongoing reviews i'm um doing a little extra you guys will see you guys will see if you guys stick along um but definitely doing still doing first impressions full reviews um and and yeah so so excited for what's to come but another series that i want to tack on this podcast that i'm so excited that i'm actually kicking it off with this first episode of 2024 is one that i've been talking about for a minute and it's pretty much life lessons with k-dramas or life lessons featuring k-dramas and that's the same thing of like what your takes are what your takeaways were i can't talk what your takeaways have been through k-dramas and um as many of you guys know and i've talked about a huge outlet of mine is storytelling and not just that through film and through books and through obviously k-dramas and through music storytelling through music and even storytelling with people i love hearing people's stories especially um the elderly people i love hearing the story i really there's there's so many impactful stories that i've heard and i genuinely like listen i genuinely love it i i'm the you know when i go to my friend's house and then their parents are there or their grandparents are there and they're just chit-chatting away and like you know, my friends are like, oh, don't listen to me. I'm just like there. Like, no, I want to I want to know. I want to hear this. That's the type of person I am. I love stories. And yeah, so I wanted to do a life lessons. Talk about what have what calc and what K-dramas have impacted me, whether it's through a scene or an episode or the show in general and how it impacted me. If, you know, if it was just by an epiphany or if it was just by, like, uh, um, just, like, a trigger moment that triggered something else or it actually pushed me to do a life-altering decision. I know. You're thinking, what? K-dramas? What? But I hope you guys, if you guys, this is your first time listening to this podcast. This, yeah, if this is your first time, I really encourage you guys to listen to my other one so you get to get a little bit more a feel of what I'm talking about. This has been a crazy journey, but I just want to continue talking about why I love K-dramas pretty much the whole the whole bit of this. So, I hope you guys join in, tune in, and if you guys resonate with any of these stories that I talk about with this series, feel free to reach out if you guys want to talk about 
so anything feel free to dm me at kdrama cafe underscore podcast or on tiktok kdrama uh kdrama cafe underscore podcast as well so yeah let's get into it guys i am so nervous and excited at the same time because i will be talking about myself (laughs) and i hope it opens up the conversation for other people to talk about themselves so we can just create a really safe it's already a really good community but i just want people to feel and know that they're not alone and um i hope this is a way of i don't know uh, just helps people to make them feel not alone. I feel like I'm rambling. I'm rambling because I'm nervous. But yeah, let's get into it. I have been thinking about what to call this. I was just going to stick with life lessons with K-dramas or featuring K-dramas. And I think for this episode, I'm going to call it Vulnerable with K-dramas. And I might stick with that title. But for sure, this episode, the main theme is Vulnerable. <laughs> And I'm going to deep dive on it, but stick around. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Get yourself a cup of coffee. Get yourself a cup of tea, water, whatever you guys like, and just be vulnerable with me today. All right, let's get into it. Have you guys been caffeinated? Come on, let me know. What do you guys like to drink? If you guys even drink anything while you listen to this, let me know. I want to know what you guys (laughs) drink while you're on your way to work or while you're working or while you're studying. Um, Because I pretty much get almost the same thing and I want to try different things. And also, I'm nosy. But anyways, yeah, so today I don't have coffee. I actually have Coke Zero. I've been on a Coke Zero kick because I've been trying to... I don't know why, I've just been craving it. I don't know. I don't know. I've just been craving it a lot. Oh, shoot. My bad. Whoops. Ignore that. Um, I've been craving it a lot, and I just had lunch earlier, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a Coke Zero. I, I'm going to get coffee later for sure. I know I will. Don't worry. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Enough. Enough. Let's get into Let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into it. I'm so nervous. Okay. I have my Coke Zero with me. Don't worry, I have water on the side. Okay, so this episode is vulnerable. And let's talk about vulnerability, okay? I've been wanting to talk about this show for a very, very... Ever since I watched it, I've been wanting to talk about it. And um, it's this show is not popular, and I was kind of scared to talk about it because of the effects that it had on me. And I was so, it's just so random and weird, but I need to talk about and share because maybe someone out there can relate to this. Maybe. If if I'm a weirdo, that's totally fine, but maybe someone out there can relate to this. But first things first, why I'm calling this vulnerable? Because one of the reasons why, and this is my own personal take and my opinion and, you know, my own experience... A lot of us love, obviously, K-dramas. A lot of us love the fictional men. And I've been thinking about why we love them so much. And there's so many factors. Like the fact that they're green flags. Some of the, some of y'all feel like red flags. It's okay. It's okay. Um, you know, because of like whatever, the CEO type or like 
those like those like standards of them doing all these crazy like um gestures of love and stuff and which is totally okay like i love it i love it so much i feel like there's there's more depth into it but i think for me one thing that i noticed especially watching this specific drama um is that a lot of these male characters that that are written in k-dramas a lot of them that i've watched at some point whether it's just how the character is or even at some point of their story arc you can see how willing their willingness of showing their vulnerability not all of the characters do i have to say but quite of my favorite ones risk take risks and are not afraid to be vulnerable especially when they fall in love especially when it's uh when it comes to the people that they love they take risks to show their vulnerability in different ways it could be in a physical way where it's like they go and i mean again i already talked about it but my dearest like he is such a strong male he is very like (laughs) he's not like a softy but he you see the vulnerability in him in so many ways and how he loved the woman that he loves and he showed it in many ways and you guys gotta watch that show to understand what i mean but let me let me talk let me continue um but that's just a that is just a uh um an example okay so there's like a lot of different male characters they have all different personalities even if they're like sundere's characters or whatever or like you know i don't know they're like creatures or like gumi holes or what i don't even know like stoic characters at some point when they fall in love they show their vulnerability and it's not a weakness at all because they create a space for the female lead to also be vulnerable with them and sometimes the fame the female leads be hard-headed and stubborn and, and are afraid to be vulnerable but at some point they come together and they trust each other and i feel like that is what i see and i love like the moment that i see like a strong like he's strong he you know he i don't know there's so many characters i can't really pinpoint a specific like traits um but the moment that he lays his life down for his people or the his loved ones or whatever or the moment that he shows his vulnerability and being honest with uh with the female lead it's just i'm just like damn that's hot (laughs) just kidding um yeah i'm like okay yeah i love that like you're being honest you're you know you're showing her your ugly side too and you're creating a safe space for her to be herself you know and do her thing and not rush into things and stuff like that um and i love that so much now are real men like that in real life I'm sure (laughs) like no I'm just kidding no I know a lot of really good men out there a lot of my friends uh are with really good men I have family members are really good but in my experience it took me so long to see that that's pretty much what I was looking for and I was with people that were not offering that and so and that was fine with me because here's my problem okay now we're going deep into talking about myself okay i'm exposing myself i'm one that 
doesn't like to be vulnerable at all the fact that i did this podcast is insane because i talk a lot about how i feel and my thoughts and takes and i pretty much lay out my mind out to you guys and sometimes it could be people agree or people don't agree or like i'll (laughs) expose a lot about myself with like the things that i like and so i don't really like being vulnerable i didn't even want to show my face ever but i was like you know what whatever like here I am. This is the. <laughs> I'm exactly where I'm supposed. I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah. So. Anyways, I want to not really like to be vulnerable. I like to keep things to myself, especially being like the eldest daughter and like the eldest grandchild, and just like always. I, I'm always expected to have it all together, and really not um, show weakness and like all this stuff. Really you know whatever yeah so i and also i just never liked that i was always afraid to get um bring my guards down i've always been afraid to see people my weaknesses and see or really i didn't like people feeling sorry for me i don't know why i don't know it's don't worry (laughs) i'm a working process i'm a work in progress okay so don't worry don't worry if you guys are like this girl needs therapy don't worry (laughs) i'm a work in progress um and i'm processing i'm learning um but i just i've always had that struggle and what didn't help me is being with people that also weren't vulnerable either were afraid to or just didn't create that safe space and i was comfortable with that but that did so much damage to me and and so much damage to those relationships uh whether it's romantic or, or friendship or whatever or like familial like <laughs> the fact that i was like okay cool we will keep it here we'll keep our walls up it, it wasn't healthy at all obviously um but I just love seeing like seeing these characters and seeing like flawed characters being vulnerable with each other because I think it's very important to find a community and I hope you guys whoever's out there like I hope you guys find either your person or a community or even a small inner circle or if it's just your family it's just your family like find people around you that let you be you know vulnerable when you need to because man being prideful and you know just isolating yourself sometimes you know keeping to yourself is good and having your own alone time is fine but there's not all the time this is all my take i'm not i hope i don't feel like i don't want people to think i'm forcing anyone to do anything or I'm low-key giving unsolicited advice, but I for anyone who resonates with what I'm saying. So I really hope you guys, it's my hope for you guys to find someone. And I, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But yeah, so vulnerable. And so, um, and so, yeah. So watching K-dramas and storytelling really helps me be vulnerable and really i have learned that it's okay not don't get it twisted not just through k-dramas it's been a life process but it's part of it they've been part of it to be it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to find people and find in your find an inner circle or even in your partner just someone that 
you're you feel safe with you know because when you feel safe with the person it feels like home and you guys can thrive together you know and you guys can be advocates for each other and anyways i'm giving like what relationship advisor i don't know what i'm doing okay so anyway so let's get into it so that's what i want to talk about today so episode one i'm talking about vulnerability (laughs) vulnerability let's get into it so the show is she would never know and the literal title is sunbay don't put on the lipstick i think it's based off a novel or webtoon no i think it's based off a novel and um it came out in 2021 from january 18th through march 9th of 2021 um for uh yeah oh yeah, yeah it is a novel um through jtpc and it's starring the lovely beautiful handsome most talented man in the world the love of my life <laughs> rawoon and the lovely wanjina Wanjina plays the main girl. Um, her name is Yoon Song Ah. We're gonna continue calling her Song Ah. And Rowan plays Che Hyun Sung, the love of my life. Um, and he play. We're gonna continue with calling him Hyun Sung. Um, so they play opposite of each other. And I'm gonna briefly talk to you guys about this show, and then get into where I cried and how this show impacted me. Ready? Okay, let's get into it. I'm so scared. <laughs> so, first, right off the bat, well, let me... Okay. This show is not meant to be, again, like I already said this, it's not meant to be a tearjerker. It's, it's like, maybe a rom-com. It's more of an office... It's not even a melodrama. It's like an office romance. Maybe rom com at some points. Um, It's pretty scandalous at some points. Uh, Not scandalous, but like dramatic in, in, in some areas as well and the side characters have their own side plots they're pretty impactful as well i highly suggest i i honestly say if you are a rawoon stan a rawoon fan and you absolutely love him i think you should definitely check this one out it's not going to be a fun pacing it's kind of slow it's weird because it's like slow but a lot of things happen at the same time but it's not everyone's favorite okay it's not like the best show it's not it's just not meant to be that type of show to be impactful i'm just gonna be completely honest so and that is the reason why i'm talking about it because it's not and yet it did and i think no when i think i know it's because of what i was going through when i watched this show and sometimes that's why i am like I'm always saying, like, people love and they have their cherished dramas according to, like, they love their dramas, they have their preferences according to their experience, their background, and, yeah, pretty much preference. But a lot of the time, it's what people go through at the moment, a lot of the time, and how the specific show or story or art or whatever impacts them. (sighs) yeah (laughs) um i lost my train of thought but yeah so it's again it's based off a novel it's it's yeah it's more of a tea time type of show that's that's what i start with there so 
this show is an office romance. It stars um it it's like I said, it stars Rowan and Gina and we got Hyun Hyun Yi Hyun Wook who plays second lead and Yi Jubin who plays second female lead and He Gyuhan who plays a CEO of the of the cosmetic company. So this show is based off of um, or the setting is a cosmetic company. Rowoon and Gina's character work there. Sangha, uh, Gina's character Sangha is a marketer for this cosmetic brand. Um, and she's been working there for probably two years. I think two years or three years. I cannot remember. Three years? Two years? I think it's two years. I can't, I cannot remember. She's been working there for a couple years and she recruits Rowoon's character, which is Hyun Sung. And this is right before the show starts, but it's known from like flashbacks that they uh, met by she recruited him. He got on board. She trained him. He became he's her junior. She's his son, Bay senior, and she took him under his wing. They work in the same team and they're they work under the same manager, which is BM Lee, who's Yi Hyun Wook's um uh, character which is Yi Jason, but we will continue calling him BM Lee because that's what he's called throughout the show. BM Lee. So BM means brand manager, I think, or am I tripping? I can't remember. But he it means he's um, some kind of manager. And then above him is the actual CEO, which is Yi Jae Wood, who's pretty much a chable. And Hyoju is Yi Jae Wood's sister. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> without giving too much away because there's like there's let me just get into the background the first things first of why how this story impacted me is how it led up to the scene the specific scene so the way that it uh pretty much primed <laughs> me for that scene was the background of these two characters so it is a romance you see both of them fall in love she is she again they she's been there for a couple of years she recruits Song at the school um at his college and he starts working there they hit it off they you know work well together she's teaching him and they get so close they get close, and also they're both young. I think she's just like a year older than him. And everybody in the office is like, "Oh, you guys are cute together. You guys are gonna end up together." They're always teasing them, shipping them, and to, and to yeah, I mean, it makes sense because you know they're both young, they're both you know good looking, they're they're hitting it off, and she gets uncomfortable because he doesn't know he loves her. Like he's already right off the bat in love with her, um, but he she gets a bit comfortable and starts kind of like putting boundaries and um and that's where we start off the story we see them together working and he has a crush on her she's and he's like deciding you know what i think it's been a year i'm gonna go ahead and shoot my shot i'm gonna start pursuing her and he tries to but she kind of evades it and um puts more boundaries in it and we don't know until a little bit later why because he discovers we we learn through him that he that she actually has been dating BM Lee, which is their manager for like two years in secret. It's a secret office romance, 
And so he's upset. He's like sad. And so he has two sisters. He has a sister who's married with a doctor and and has a little girl and she's pretty well off and is always pestering her siblings to get married and be like her because mar- getting married is like the thing to do and she had he has an older sister who runs this wedding dress shop company um i'm gonna call it wedding dress shop but it's like a mansion so it's like not fair to really call it a wedding dress shop but it's a wedding dress shop and it's pretty successful and so they're well off he has a good background good upbringing parents aren't there i it wasn't clear why they passed well they passed away so he was brought up by his older sisters so it just shows like okay like it gives him a background of like this is why he's the way he is this is why he's such a green flag um of a character is he a golden retriever type of character kind of almost maybe um but you see right off the bat why the way he interacts with his sister the fact that he uh they raised him and you know he had a good upbringing he had a good healthy upbringing not that he didn't have his own trial trials and tribulations but you can see why he is the way he is and why he's so ready to fall in love and he so easily falls in love and he so easily is vulnerable with her okay vulnerable is the theme for today and this is the thing about Ramon that i love and i almost everyone loves about him is that he does such a beautiful job in showing how a young man falls in love like he does such a good job in showing the process of falling in love and showing um the vulnerability in falling in love and he does such a good job and i I really enjoyed watching him do this and i know that it was hard for him because he probably cringed at a lot of scenes, but he did such a good job. I'm gonna get I don't care what anybody says, regardless of what you guys feel about the show, I think he did a good job in showing a vulnerable uh male lead um in love with someone. But anyway, so you see him and then you see her background. The backgrounds I'm going into detail because it's very important on the decision making they make through the rest of this show, okay? And again, why it's very impactful. So Songa is grew up the complete opposite of how Hyunsung grew up. So she has a um a strange what is the word? She's estranged. No, that's not the word. She does not have a good relationship with her mother. Okay, she grew up with her parents together. And at first it was good. She loved her parents. Her dad was a teacher, music teacher, I think. And her mom was the home mom. And then all just went downhill when she caught her dad cheating on her mom. And she was devastated. She didn't walk in on them or anything, but she was devastated walking home. And then her mom was going to the school to drop off lunch. And she realized that she... um also caught him in the act and the mom never addressed it to her never exposed it she pretended like it never happened and even when the dad died she never she always was kind of like shoved the love of the father down her throat like oh he was a good father he was a good husband he was this that never addressed the cheating never and that 
was very hard for her. And by the time that the dad passed away, the mom just, she just became very absent-minded, very absent, very neglectful, and expected Sangha to just do everything, to pick up the pieces, to pretty much substitute her husband in some point, in some aspect of it and she literally did she took care of her mom she did i think she did housework i don't know if it was to that extremities but she pretty much picked up all the pieces she tried to hold the fort down she was working part-time she was going to school she she worked really really hard and she was dealing with her mom and mentally um helping her and like she was just taking all the burden and her mom let her and that's a no-no for a mom, okay? Not that I'm a mom or anything, but I'm just, I'm just saying. So, yeah. You guys catching my drift here? <laughs> um, Yeah, so that already was like, okay. Like, her mom is crazy. And her mom is, like, smothers her and, like, would tell her, like, you can't be with a boyfriend, you can't get married, because you and I are going to be together forever, and you're supposed to take care of me, and what about me, and, like, victimizes herself, and doesn't even victimize herself, because of what she went through with having an unfaithful husband, and now he's dead, and they never really addressed it, um, but just in everything else, and it's, like, it's hard, and that's such a tough situation, like, not being able, just ignoring and pushing everything away, and just, like, that must drive someone insane, I, dude, yeah, that is tough, and so that really affected her view of relationship, and her view of herself, okay, because, because of that, it really affects how she interacts with Hyunsung, because, We'll get into it. We'll we'll get into it. See how very passionate about it I am about it because I was very frustrated with this girl because I had a lot of things in common with her. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah. So we that's that's their backstory. So fast forward, Hyun Sung finds out she's dating BM Lee, and BM Lee also has a similar background regarding his parents his mom's um dad and the dad is such a horrible dad he is a gambler um put them the family in debt has loan sharks after him and after him after the kid after pm lee well he's not a kid anymore at this point um and he was so desperate in not making sure that he doesn't end up like his dad, but making sure he, like, because his dad would, like, beg him for money and, like, pretty much ruin his life and, like, be, smother him, too, and all these things. And he's, like, I need to escape my dad. I need to rise up the ranks. I need to not be like my dad. And so he befriends C-O, C-E-O, Lee. And he is a table. He has money. And they he befriends him. And he's, like, I will do, I will be your dog, I will do whatever, as long as you pay off my loans, as long as you, pretty much, it's like, when you first meet them, you think like, oh, they're friends, but they're not, he's just, for interest and for his benefit, he's friends with C.O. Lee, and C.O. Lee, Jae Woon, would call him Jae Woon, 
he does help him, but at some point he truly believes that they're actually friends because he is literally the epitome of a golden retriever character. He's just rich, and so he is very unaware of certain situations. He has a sister, and the sister falls in love with BM Lee, and here's the catch. Or not the catch, but here's where the, the story gets really, really gets going. We get to meet Hyoju, the sister, and she's obsessed and completely in love with BM Lee to the point where she tries to unalive herself because BM Lee is not trying to be with her because she's with someone else. She doesn't know this, of course. And so they beg him, like, please, like, give her a chance or be with her. Like, don't let her die like this. And he caves in and he starts dating her while he's still dating Song Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he cheats on her. And guess who finds out? None other than our boy Hyun Sung. And he goes to his sister, his oldest sister's wedding dress shop. He's just venting to her, visiting her, venting to her. Like, you know, I I really like this girl, but I guess, like, I have to let her go. It is what it is. And so he's walking out, saying bye. And entering BM Lee and Hyoju walking together arm in arm at a wedding dress shop. Yeah. And so he sees them and he is pissed. I mean... Who wouldn't be? He's upset. And he's like, there's no way I'm giving up. I have to do something. And sister's like, it's not your business. You know? And so he's like, kind of like, what do I do? Because she looks so happy and it's not fair. And I I love her. And she's with someone horrible and this and that. And, and yeah, so he kind of fights with it for three months. He's like, I'm just going to let it go. Hopefully, he does the right thing. I'm not going to say anything. This is not my business. And he definitely, um, you know, you could tell that he can't really hide it much. But uh, I think it's by a three months, I think, maybe. Nothing happens. And he's like, I can't do it. I can't do this anymore. I got to tell her. So he <laughs> invites her over to the wedding dress shop and has her wait in a room, in a room. And outside of the room is like the where she the sister meets the clients and and come come in um, enter in me and Lee and Hyoju and she sees them and yeah and she's devastated and she's devastated because she has that trauma with her parents and now it's happening to her and she's upset at Hyunsung because he's like because she she's ambushed and he went out, out he went about it super aggressive. And he was just, yeah, not good. So she's frustrated and upset. And she's like, and I think at this point he tells her, like, I like you and this and that. And she's like, you did all this because you like me. I'm going to tell you right now. I reject you. Leave me alone. Don't ever talk to me again. So that happens. And, um, yeah, chaos ensues. <laughs> so here's here's the nitty gritty. So they eventually make up and she kind of calms down cools down really thinks about it and processes it and she's like you know what like i'm so sorry um i was upset at you. i mean rightfully yes like you went about it the wrong way but i know you you had good intentions and i'm glad you did it i'm glad you let me know and he was like no i'm sorry like i was in my 
you know, it was in my place. And, and so they make up, they, um, they get to, well, they already kind of know each other, but they start getting close again, getting really close because she had broken up with BMB. BMB is going unhinged day by day because he's, he's, it's just crazy what he's going through and he kind of put himself in that position. But anyways, um, so he's, she's getting close with Hyunsung and obviously they both, he's already in love with her. She slowly falls in love with him. And there's a push and pull through this series where she's like, I like you, but I can't, I don't. And she'll be like, you know, I still, I just see you as a friend or like this and that. And he'll be like, you know what? I'll give you space. And she's like, no, wait, don't give me space. And then she'll be like, yes, give me space. So it's like a push and pull. Now, the reason why there's a push and pull is, again, the background of these two characters. Yay. Um, Because of how she was affected with her parents and her view of romance and what she went through with being me and everything, it's really hard for her to accept what Hyunsung is offering. And Hyunsung is offering a healthy romance, like a true, pure romance. He's like, I'm willing to give you it all to you. Like, no hiding, no this. Like, I want to prioritize you. I want to give, I want to love, give you the love that you deserve truly and give you a healthy love and a patient love. And she's like, not ready at all. And she pushes him and she wants it, but she doesn't want it. And she's like push and pull with him. And he is so patient. He is so patient. And I'm not going to lie, through this show, I was so like, I love them together. But at the end, like, I was so upset with her. Oh my gosh, I was so upset. She was, she, she broke his heart. She broke his heart. But, anyways, um, <laughs> and so. Y'all, I was, like, watching this, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I I can see right through this chick, and it's so sad. It is so sad. Sorry. It is, it is really sad. And she starts to see, like, why she was with BM Lee. And BM Lee, like, they hit it off because they bonded. They trauma bonded um, with each other. And she was, like this is not what I need. I need, you know what I thought of? Oh my gosh. Have you guys watched the Hunger Games? Have you guys read the Hunger Games? I know, I know I'm going sidetracked, but trust me, this is important. If you guys have, if you guys have read the Hunger Games, then you guys will know that there is a love triangle between our main girl Katniss, um, our main boy, the love of my life, Peta, and Gail. Um, And so uh, there's a point in by the end of the book where she's like gail is like me he is angry he has a passion the the a fire that burns with him and i don't need that i am already angry i already have that what i need is Peta, you know the opposite of me you know and like he she goes on and on about Peta. and this is what's going on here this is why because she trauma bonded with the guy and now she's seeing like that he's not growing up, that he's still staying the same teen, his teen self, the way he, um, the way he started to like really be possessive over her when she decides to break up with him. And even when she finds out that he, when he finds out she knows about the infidelity and everything, like, and she's looking at him like, you know what? 
I, like, you're still the same teen. You have not grown up. Like, yeah, we bonded together over what we go through, but we cannot base off a relationship like this. And so, Hyunsung is presenting something nice, something sweet, something, you know, again, like, so pure. And she wants it, but she feels like she does not deserve it because, again, of how she grew up. And she feels messy. And she doesn't feel like she sees Hyunsung and she's like, he has a perfect life. He is so good. And I'm over here, hot mess. And so I was comfortable with BM Lee because he's kind of a hot mess. And so we could be hot mess together. And it makes it takes me out of my comfort zone, allowing myself to be loved truly by someone who's, you know, who's worthy of love in her and her perspective. Yeah, I'm going deep, y'all. Like, I'm going deep <laughs> with this show, and it's not even that deep. And that's what I was getting at. I'm like, and I'm like, why am I going? Why can I see right through this character? Because I was in the same pickle. I'm the kind of girl that hates being vulnerable. I don't like. I'm learning. Trust me, I'm learning. I know I need therapy, all this stuff. I I understand. I'm. I'm learning. I'm a work in progress. I'm working through stuff. But I'm someone who, since I was young, like, I never liked to be vulnerable. I was always afraid to be vulnerable. And I I didn't like for people to see my faults or see my weaknesses, especially what I what was going on at home. Because if they see what's going on at home, they'd pity me. And I hate that. I would hate that. And so whenever I would get into relationships whether it's romantic or friendships, like, I would be with people who also didn't, weren't vulnerable. Either they were afraid to be vulnerable or they just, it's just not, I don't know. They just didn't create the safe space for me to be vulnerable. And because I was so like, it's okay. Okay, cool. Like, you don't, you don't expect that of me. You don't want me to open up. Cool. Let's keep it like that. Let's, I, it's cool like I'll keep in my comfort zone and that was not good for me <laughs> in the long run it was not good for me I needed someone to create a especially for all this like I'm telling you like Song and I her and I are like right here oh, you can't see me <laughs> but going through stuff like that in your childhood like you yeah, it's just not healthy to be with someone that doesn't create a safe space for you to be, to like process and to just really be yourself and be vulnerable. I know like, I'm going to say that word so many times and I'm, I'm sorry if you guys get sick of it, but just like let go. And it's not a burden for someone to take. It's not your romantic partners or your friends um, job to but it's also like you should know that you deserve to be with someone that will will allow you to feel safe to to just um just safe <laughs> just safe to be your raw authentic self and you should do the same for others as well it's a you know, it's a hundred and a hundred for each, you know, and I don't know who needs to hear this out there, but you guys, 
you guys, I hope if you guys have gone through anything that I'm talking about, I really hope you guys seek out a community or an inner circle where they give you that, where they allow you to feel safe, to share these deep things and to share your troubles because yeah, it's okay to like retrieve on your own sometimes and keep things to yourself, but it's not good. Like we need to process it. And I'm just speaking from my own experience, okay? Because I had issues processing things. I would take so long to finally and anyways, but yeah, you guys, I really hope you find a community. I hope you find people that allow you to let let you feel safe to be yourself. I that's like my hope for everyone. Like I just want everybody to feel safe to be themselves. They're showing their shortcomings and showing their glorious moments, whatever their good moments and their bad moments and it being okay, you know, like not having that expectation. And I know society does. I know work does. I know like whatever different scenarios that there's an expectation and expectation is in a healthy way is good, but it's also good to be just your raw, authentic, genuine self without reserve. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I'm that type of person who's like that. And and I would get into myself in situations where it wasn't required of me to really share much or just being there more than allowing myself to open up to them. And I was okay with that as long as they didn't make me open up to them you know and that is not okay that is not healthy now yeah (laughs) so that's why I'm like okay I see right through this girl I see why she's not accepting Hyun Sung and also she's not ready like she just broke up with BME like she has every right so it's okay um but that's why I was like oh I see I see right I see right through you girl and during the time that I was watching this show I was in a situation that I was in a good, I was in it for a a good, a good while. And, um, I was kind of like, okay, first of all, it wasn't healthy. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, I definitely want to not say too much about it, but it definitely, it was affecting me a lot. And I didn't want to admit it. I was too embarrassed to admit it. I was too embarrassed to admit it to my friends and definitely not my family. But I feel like I held on to this because I thought for a long time, why am I getting emotional? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I thought for a long time the good outweigh the bad with this situation, this relationship. And it kind of hit me until I watched this show, like, where I really, really took a good close-up of where I stood in this relationship or where I stood in this situation. And I was like, <laughs> I I deserve better than this. I, I think I do. I just don't want to admit it to myself because deep down... Deep down in my soul, I don't feel like I do deserve better than this. But let's get into it, y'all. Let's get into it. So Hyunsung, Sangha, they get close to each other. We get into, I think it's episode six or seven. Um, 
and I think it was six or seven. Yes, six or seven. Six or six. Episode six was kind of crazy. It was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, this uh, yes, I think it's episode seven. Episode six led up to it. It's pretty good. And so she, so in episode six and seven, um, they uh did a mistake regarding like some merchandise. They had to go to the warehouse and um and re sticker like put sticker and all these a lot of a lot of lipstick boxes. And so he pretty much gets he recruits some helpers that help him. Hyunsung everyone's character and so they go he goes to a warehouse and he's doing this and she's doing something else i forgot what she was doing but he's there with the workers and it gets late and, the, and then he sends the workers home and he's like no i got this i got this and during this time she was debating whether or not to she actually had already made her up her mind she didn't want to but she got an offer um song got an offer to work in the europe uh Europe um oh my gosh I'm I'm losing my 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 terms division Europe division of this uh, uh, marketing uh cosmetic company and she got offered and it's like amazing opportunity and she found out that BM Lee's the one who's gonna be leading it she's like oh hell no <laughs> i ain't going anywhere with that food like he literally was gonna lie about marrying her and then then we're gonna go to europe he had signed me up to go to europe and then what you know and so she's like there's no way i'm going also she didn't want to she did but she didn't and then it was just too much of a hot mess for her to go and so bm lee tells hyunsung like are you gonna let her go like don't get in the way of her. And so Hyunsung is like tells her, like, you know what? Like, do what you want to do. I'll support you. Like, of course I'll be sad if you go. But do what you want to do. I'll I'll be here. I'll every step of the way I'll support you. Do, you know, live your dreams. So she takes it into consideration and she decides not to go for this part. Cause of, again, this this topic comes up again. She ends up actually going um towards the end of the show. And <sighs> spoiler alert right now, she ends up going later on in the show. They're already dating and they go through like this whole long distance issues during that time. And so she gets frustrated because he's always patient. He's always waiting for her. She's always having to cancel on him. And she's like, yeah, of course, no problem, no problem. And she breaks up with him because he's like, no, you're going to wait for me. And she's like, he's like, I'm making this choice, though. I'm making this choice to wait for you. And he's like, no, like, you, this, like, dude. And so she breaks up with him. It breaks his heart. It's so sad. I'm like, why did you do that? Why? Because she needs therapy. <laughs> Just kidding. Because she didn't deserve, she didn't feel like she deserved him. Anyways, that's, it's, that is a hot mess. That is, yeah. But that's towards the end. Uh, they do get married in the end. Spoiler. But anyways, we're in episode seven. He's putting these stickers on these lipstick boxes and she sent everyone home. He's there alone working and he, she gets a call from him or the other way around. I can't remember. They're talking, they're chit-chatting. He's like, you know, do you need help? And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And she's like, you liar. I'm going to go right. I'm going to be right there. And then they talk about the Europe 
uh, work offer and she tells him like, you know, uh, again, like he's like, you know, whatever you want to do. And then he's like, I, she said, I, I'm not going to go. I decided not to go. And she's like, he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, are you sure? And then he, she's like, yeah, I'm sure. And, and he's like, give me one moment. And he goes, he is so, I don't even know how to describe it, but he is so happy. He's like banging on the tables. He's like dancing around. He's like, you know, screaming, like cheering, you know, <laughs> he's like saying, yay. Oh my gosh. Yay. Like, you know, squealing and like he gets a mop and he's like looking at the mop and talking to the mop and like dancing uh with the mop <laughs> throughout the room and he's like oh my gosh talk about a vulnerable moment that was such a good moment and she's there on the phone he didn't know that he- she was already there and she's looking at him through the window seeing him so excited and that was the first scene where i started crying like why am I crying? And I'm like, and I, I was like, I could not stop crying. And I had to pause and I'm like, whoa, like, where are these tears coming from? What's going on, you know? And so I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's so cute. Like, it was such a cute moment. And I, dude, but I was crying. Hey, I was crying. And I was like, okay, that's, weird that I'm crying and so I I watched the rest of the show and um and that's that I I didn't I brought it up maybe once but whatever but okay the second yes I watched it multiple times because I was very confused as to why I'm crying on this show that you're not supposed to be crying so then second time I watched I was in my studio at the time I was living by myself and this is the point of my where I was with where I was kind of like not really it it was dying down this situation and I just don't want to I don't know how to talk about it without giving too much information away but I was going through a lot during that time when I was living by myself and um this person just he just wasn't there physically he wasn't there because he had moved or I don't even know if he, he eventually he did say like yeah I'm gonna move here, but at the time it was never clear like so you is he like you gonna move there you not but anyways, but he just wasn't showing up and I I was like what is this like he comes into my life and he's acting like oh yeah I'll be there like um this like I'm there for you blah, blah, blah. and then when it counts he wasn't there emotionally. And it was hard because I'm like, well, does he have to? No, he doesn't. But does? But I am expected to. It's just like it was just it was too much. And so during this time, like again, he's like far, and so it's like, well, uh, okay, whatever. I I'm not gonna think about it. I'm just here. <laughs> so I watched it again, and I didn't really. I forgot. I had forgotten that I cried the first time I watched it, but I watched it again because I was, like, on a, I was, like, on a, like, a freaking K-drama spree. I had just watched Our Beloved Summer, and I'm, like, I'm gonna watch She Would Never Know because I freaking love this Hyunsung character, or I just want to see a Rowland show, and I'm, like, okay, let's watch it again, and watched it again, and I teared up again, but even weirder, 
I cried in this the scene after that specific scene. So let's get into it because I'm taking too long. <laughs> so, um, so that happens. She she walks in on him and he's like startled and he's like embarrassed and whatever. Like she's like, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. So like they pretend like that didn't happen because he's definitely embarrassed and super cute and so they start working together and she like is tired and he's like oh like why don't you take a nap and she's like no i know you're gonna let me sleep through the night she's like no i won't i promise he's like are you sure yeah obviously he's gonna let her sleep through the night and so he's like hold on it's raining outside he goes outside and in the pouring rain gets like something from his trunk he gets like towels and things to make a makeshift like pillow and blanket because they have a little like futon in in there so he sets it up for her and she's like what are you doing like you just got wet like use the towel for yourself like take care of yourself like what are you doing like why are you doing why are you being so nice to me i hate when <laughs> i'm calling myself a... i hate when um <laughs> i just hate that trope when the girl's like why are you being so nice to me anyways um so she's like why are you being so nice to me he's like why why can't i like let me be nice to you you know and um the way she's acting i'm like cringing so hard because i'm like oh my gosh i've done that i've been there this is how i push people away in the past in the past i don't do this anymore at least i don't try to (laughs) um and so they're sitting down and he's like she gets the towel and she like kind of calms him down because he's like very like kind of hyper he's like oh no like please like you know go to sleep this and that and so she grits a towel and starts wiping his face and he's like like take care of yourself you know and she's like but i want to take care of you you know and so then he's she's like can i ask you something and he's like of course and she he said she asks why do you like me and so he he goes on to say like well it didn't start off as like love at first sight. I just really liked being around you. And before you know it, I just was excited to be with you. I couldn't wait to be around you and see you. And as we worked together, I got to know you and you're you're such a hard worker. You love your job. You love, you're so kind to people and you're such a, you know, you're this and you're that. And he starts naming really good traits about her, which are true. And, you know, and in the end, he says, I like you because you're you. Like, he says all these things, but in the end, he's like, I like you because you're you. And I'm like, oh, I freaking love when, I love in K-dramas when they say that. I like you because you're you. I think I heard this, and the last time I heard this was in Fruits Basket. It's an anime, <laughs> if you guys don't know. But it's an anime where... Um, one of the main characters is like, like trying to talk to his the love of his life, the main girl, and he's hadn't seen her for a good minute because she was in the hospital, and he's like very nervous, and so he sees her again. He's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I say? Like she like thinks that I rejected her, but I didn't, and you know, like what do I like about her? When did I start loving her? What do I love about her? And he's like, you know what? It doesn't even matter when and how. I just love her. I just now know that I love her. And so, anyways, yeah. So, I like you because you're you. And so, she looks at him and he's, she's like, I'm not that great. 
I'm not a good person. Like, like people tend to do that. They like people. They want to see what they want to see. They just like the idea of people. And that's what you're doing right now. I'm not that great of a person. So I don't deserve these feelings. You have such great love to give. And you sh- you deserve to give that love to someone that deserves that love. Uh, again, y'all, you see the patterns. She didn't think she deserved the love that he was offering her. And that is why she was okay with being with someone like me and me. Because that's who she thought she deserved, you know. She didn't feel like she deserved someone like him. And so, yeah, so... He's kind of sad, and he's like, <sighs> he, w- he was like, but, like, I don't know. He was, like, taken aback because, one, like, yeah, he she was rejecting him, but she wasn't rejecting him, like, I don't like you. It was more like, I don't deserve that love that you have to offer, so I'm not ready for it. It's too much for me. And so she gets up and walks away. And y'all, here's, I'm almost done, I promise. She walks away, and he stands up. And he says these words, and I started crying. Like, I kid you not, like, I started bawling my eyes out. So he, she walks away, he stands up and says, I'll wait for you. That scene haunted me for weeks you guys and uh, don't worry i'll explain more that scene haunted me for weeks it kept replaying in my mind over and over and over again i was like why it's just a such a simple scene but why why can i not get over it and why did i cry so hard as i was watching it and he gets up and he's like i'll wait for you and he's like Please, like, let me wait for you. I will make you uncomfortable. I'll wait for you until you're ready. And there's a scene afterwards where she he tells her, like, like, I'll wait for you when you're ready. But if you come to me, I'll show you the most beautiful love. And I was like... I started crying because I was like, this is why I have not walked away because I thought I was unworthy of anything real and because I didn't think I deserved something like this. And I feel like I didn't deserve a beautiful love because of who I was or because of my background or because... I don't know, I just, there's so much to unpack pretty much, but I was like, oh my gosh. And I realized I had to really be honest with myself. I'm like, why am I crying? Let me tell y'all, I realized what, (laughs) it's going to sound so cheesy, but here it is. I realized what I was missing and what I deserved and what I robbed myself from. y'all I cried and after this 
I I was like the way that he was like I have love to give you let me love you until like there's this song oh my gosh I'm being so corny I'm being so cheesy but there's this song I think it's by Neo but um it's let me love you and I will love you until you learn to love yourself and I'm like that is so deep that is so so deep um and I like I uh, I mean don't Hold your horses. I'm not gonna. I don't expect this to for for any guy to do this for me. I'm um first of all, I just to get this off the bat, like just to just to let you guys know, um I'm no one to uh throw religion down someone's throat um and really I don't really talk about it on this show um but I do believe in God and I love you know, I love God, I have, you know, my relationship with God, I'm not religious, um, but I do believe in God, and I believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, um, but I, I just feel like one thing that I encourage people to do is just to believe something bigger than yourself, and, uh, it's just something that helped, has saved my life, I'm not gonna lie, like, it's just, there's, Believing in God and believing that there's a purpose out there for me bigger than myself really helped me in a lot of situations that I've been in. And in this situation, I honestly thought of God. Like, I thought of, like, God who loves you, who loves, who created you. And now, now <laughs> I really hope I don't, I hope that it resonates with someone and I apologize if it, if it, discomforts people but this is just my experience i yeah like i just felt like god was just saying like i'll wait for you like i i will love you i will believe in you until you love yourself and i was like oh my gosh and i'm like this is why i keep getting myself into bad situationships and relationships because I didn't believe that I deserved better and I wasn't loving myself <laughs> properly, you know? And obviously I had my ups and downs, but I really saw it in that moment when I was going through, I was like I didn't I felt like I I was stuck in a situation where I was like I don't know. It was very, it was like, did I deserve to be in this situation? Like, I just felt like I questioned my worth. I questioned my worth a lot in like, in the way that this person <laughs> behaved you know towards me uh and one thing was like just this, a simple like when I cried like when he was like all happy and like I was like like dude I'm <laughs> these guys they can't even 
say a simple I miss you. Like, they can't even say... Uh, well, hold on. Not guys at the same time, but each situation that a relationship that I've been in. They can't even say, like, audibly just say, I miss you. They have to make you feel bad about it, or they have to be, like, beat around the bush. They can't simply just say it. They don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to be vulnerable with you and say, like, I missed you. And I'm like, and he's over here, like... <laughs> dancing and happy like that's just an example like (laughs) oh my gosh or just oh gosh I don't want to get into detail I'm not gonna get into detail because no it's I'm just gonna keep it private but yeah like I mean you know what let's get into it let's let's get into it if this if I apologize I apologize but let's let's get into a little bit of it like like I was so traumatized (laughs) that I had friends uh musician friends that I would text that were that were guys that I would text because we had a rehearsal or whatever and I would be afraid that they wouldn't text me back because I was traumatized like oh they're not gonna text me back and like did I text too much or this and when they would respond back normally I'd be like oh and these were really good guys. These were really good musician friends that I had. I'm like, why am I being weird? Like, and why am I, like, am I really that traumatized of, like, people bailing out on me? Like, have I been bailed out on a lot? <laughs> it was people that I trust that now my outer circle, I'm, like, being, like, making assumptions in my head. Like, what is going on? Like, and this is just, like, the shallow end of it of of what I put myself in <laughs> for 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 quite some time and yeah so anyway so I I was crying I was crying and I was like god I I don't know what to do and I I don't know what to do and so and yeah like that really started a ripple effect of making a choice to just walk away because when I tried so after I watched this I was like very you know I was crying and everything and I was like what's going on and I started really analyzing and really processing of the situation I was in and I was like I deserve better like I deserve better I deserve better I really I really do even though I'm not being treated like I do I know that I do I know that I do and if I stay here I'm never gonna allow myself I'm not I'm never gonna allow other people in that will you know offer that I guess I just sound I sound like so arrogant like I won't allow myself to be a part of a good relationship like that a healthier one because I'm here and I'm still waiting you know or whatever I don't know I'm waiting for something like like something's gonna happen something's gonna change and it's never gonna change nothing's gonna change (laughs) nothing's gonna change and it was just hitting me like so quickly like oh my gosh like I'm robbing myself of what I deserve I'm allowing this to happen and (sighs) 
was miss I was missing out on a lot. What I was waiting for and looking for with some with one person. I had really good friends that were offering that for me. Oh, sorry, I'm like and anyway, so I made the choice. Like I have I have I have to I have to end this man. I have to walk away. This is not good for either of us. And when I try to talk to this person, every time I would bring something up, like, can I talk to you? They would just shove it away or they'd just be like, this is not the time. Or they would just be like, come on, like, come on, like, like right now, really, you know, and it discouraged me. And it made me feel even worse, like, okay. <laughs> and there was times where I needed this person and... I was there for this person so much. And I felt bad expecting the same thing. Oh, God. Whew. And I'm so grateful that I watched. This sounds so stupid, but I'm so grateful I watched this show at the time that I watched it. Because I saw... I saw someone say, Hey, like, I know you're not ready. But when you're ready, I'm here. I'll wait for you. And everyone deserves to be waited for. Everyone deserves a, a, a pure, committed relationship. A real romance. Everyone deserves that. And no matter your faults, everyone deserves real love. When you guys go into a relationship, Know that you are going to be responsible for the other person's heart. And the other person is going to be responsible for your heart. So take your time. Take your time. Anyway, so I'm so glad I watched it. Because I was like, that's what I want. And I'm never going to get it if I stay here. And I need to walk away and when I tried to talk to this person they didn't want to and they started bailing out on me and bailing out on me to where we were slowly just drifting apart and I had to make the decision by myself and just walk away and it killed me that I had to do it on my own But it was a good decision. I, because I made that choice. Because I, sorry. I was able to see people around me. I was able to see that I wasn't alone. Because that during that time when I watched it, when I rewatched the show, I just finished Our Beloved Summer. And I, I rewatched this. Sh I rewatched this show. I felt so alone, and being in that whole thing with this person, I was like, <laughs> I like deserve to be alone. Like, I don't know. I just was very 
unconscious of how I was treating myself. And when I let this person go, I started to see the people around me. Oh, God. I, I started to see the people around me that were waiting for me. Like, hey, like, you know. <laughs> and I made, I, I had more free time <laughs> to be, and I, I made such good friends. And I was able to have more confidence in myself and, I started, I asked people to, you know, co-host in some of my episodes, and, like, I just, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, when you are with the wrong person, they don't bring the best out of you. <laughs> they, they, the light, and not that both, the, not that the person, other person is evil, or, like, it's just some it's no no not at all like or malicious no like you know when you're with the right person they will not dim your light you know not that the <laughs> not that someone will i mean maybe sometimes they do on purpose but it's just when you're <laughs> not with the right person it just doesn't you don't bring the goodness out, out of each other and the moment you start questioning, you guys, my this is my advice, another advice. If the moment you start questioning your worth should be the moment that you realize that they are not the person. Whether they audibly and just very blatantly make you feel that way or maybe because they just are emotional, emotionally unavailable or there's a certain way, like, don't force them to change. <laughs> don't make them to change don't make them to change for you like if they want to they want to and they will i promise you they will and you will too you will bring the best out of each other trust me like if that person isn't they won't change they won't they will not that is a personal choice and an individual choice that we should not <laughs> force other people to do it you know that's why we each, yeah, anyway, so the moment you start questioning your worth and start questioning yourself, it should be the moment you realize this person is not the one for you. That's my, one of my biggest advice that I've learned. And yeah, so the moment I made that choice, it was not easy because I just felt like, who am I to really do this? Like, <laughs> You know, like, I'm not that all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> not that he would. I. So anyway, so I, I made the choice. I made the choice. And I knew he wouldn't do anything about it. And he didn't. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That is my answer. <laughs> that is my answer. And I should. I should have done it a long time ago. And. Like I said, a lot of people that were there for me, I started to see. And you're not alone. There's people out there that you you don't notice because you're trying to get the affections of someone else. You don't see that there's other people around you that really, really care about you. And I again, I was saying, like, 
I gained so much confidence back and I started to, you know, put myself out there meeting new friends. And I, I have been, last year was such a, a good, it was a tough year, but it was such a good year and meeting friends and connecting with people. And I just don't think I would have if I would have just held on to this person longer, you know. But again, this is my choice. And in this show, like, he makes that choice to wait for her, knowing she's not ready. And <laughs> people don't have to wait for each other. If they're not ready, they can just move on and be with someone who is ready. But he was making that choice for her. And Loki, she kind of <laughs> took advantage of him. But in the end, she, like, you know, they got together and stuff like that. But he made the choice to wait for her and be patient with her and not get upset at certain things of that they can't control. And I I really love that character. <laughs> like, I'm like, I want to be with someone like him. Um... Ravun. <laughs> um and yeah y'all like I I cried for like a really long time until I was like I, I I'm I'm not in the right place in space I need to get out of here and um and I did that and 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 yeah like it all it took was me to watch this show to see a young man be very vulnerable and showing his vulnerability to a girl he likes it just took that for me to be <laughs> for me to cry like I was like why am I crying and um and and then it, when he stood up and told her I'll wait for you I I was <laughs> y'all y'all you're gonna think I'm crazy but it was because that's during that time I knew it was time. I had to, I had to, I had to leave. I had to walk away. I had to. And I think it was the best choice that I made for both of us. Um, yeah. I didn't talk to him or anything, and I don't plan to, but I'm 100% sure that it is the... <laughs> On both parties, the best decision that I made to do that, you know, and uh, and yeah, so that's that's what happened, y'all. Vulnerable, <laughs> um, and that's that's what happened when I watched. Um, she would never know, and uh, y'all, you guys, literally so crazy. Like I, I'm so thankful that I, <laughs> I, I don't. I, it's just the right time and right right y'all i hope you guys don't think i'm crazy <laughs> but that's just that's what happened with that show um and our beloved summer she figures out she finds out she realizes that she thought she was alone for a long time the main girl and she realizes that her best friend was there the entire time and she says i was never alone and i want to end it with that you guys like I know I said this already through this show, this episode, but you guys are not alone. There's people around you that it that we don't see because, again, we're hyper fixated on someone because we're seeking their love and they're not giving it to us or whatever, or, um, or we just focused on ourselves that we're like we're alone. We don't see that there's people out there that are either praying for you or just there for you whenever. Like there's someone who's thought of you in a day 
you are not alone. And I hope you guys find a good inner circle or at least one person. Um, and you guys can just be there for each other and be and allow each other to feel safe. And I, I wish that for everyone. I hope you guys check this show out. It's not going to give you the same impact that it did me. I promise. If if I wasn't going through what I was going through, I'm pretty sure none of this would happen. But I truly believe this is my own personal experience. Like, I truly believe things happen for a reason. And this is such a random show. And I feel like, obviously, I was going to watch it because I love Rowoon either way. And just, it was so beautifully done. And it was so impactful. Like, that scene where he stands up and he says, I'll wait for you. I I will never get over that scene. As simple as it is and as, like, anticlimactic as it is, if you guys watch it, you're going to be like, that part, really? Like, I will always hold it dear um, because you deserve someone to really stand up for you. Really stand up for you, be an advocate for you. And if that is just yourself being that for you, then that is yourself. Be an advocate for yourself and fight for yourself. And I think that is the big thing that I'm like, I was in a situation where I was not worth the fight. And if a person can't even fight for themselves, they're not going to fight for you. They're not going to fight for your relationship. And you want to be in a in a no not a situation in a relationship where you don't even have to think about am I good enough or not you know that is an inner battle with yourself. But if that per if that someone is just yourself, if that is just your journey is just not not finding someone um, to give you that, but just yourself to learning how to love yourself, then that that is where that then that was the the purpose of it for you to walk away and to learn how to love yourself first i this this drama and other dramas and and my life story is a good testament and a good example of why someone should learn how to love themselves um before entering into a relationship you know um again there's so many uh, there's so many different relationships and so many different dynamics and i know that's not the case for everyone and like people learn that it's but this is just my own experience and i this is my advice for you guys out there but yeah so i hope you guys <laughs> enjoyed this show i hope you were able to relate or hope this resonated with you and if it did like feel free to reach out we could talk about it um and i hope you guys enjoyed this show because i will be continuing on sometimes it'll be this vulnerable where i cry or sometimes i would just not I'll, I'll probably laugh about it or whatever something i'll be frustrated about it'll all be different every single time i i uh drop a post about life lessons with k-dramas but regardless i hope you guys tag along with this journey because it's gonna i try my hardest not to be too detailed just to preserve the privacy of everyone in my life but yeah i'll try <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens in the future 
um if you guys don't mind me sharing like deep stuff like that i'll continue like i want to be an open book for you guys especially if it's going to help someone and it's going to resonate with someone i'm down to share more of my life story um for you guys and if again if you guys want to share more with me i'm down too um but yeah guys i thank you guys so much for joining me today um again 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 i hope it resonates with you and i can't wait for the next one um and share your story with me i want to hear your your guys' story um but look forward to more to come next episode is going to be on moving i pre-recorded that one i'm excited and then uh valentine's day is coming soon and i got a surprise for you guys uh for that for this season i'm so excited so I really hope you guys look forward to it and you guys enjoy yourself and you guys just find love with yourself. I I really hope that you love yourself because you guys deserve it. You, everyone deserves love. Everyone deserves to love themselves. So if you guys are driving, please drive safe. If you guys are at school, you guys got this. If you guys are at work, I hope you guys have a great day at work, but you guys got this we all got this we got this (laughs) um and thank you so much for joining me here at the k drama cafe podcast